Hey, so uh, welcome to the podcast. This is the Very Hicken Brothers episode 9 of uh, season 2. And uh, this is Trevor and my brother Alex. Yeah, I'm here. How are you doing, Alex? Today was good. I started my publication and I'm starting to get a routine down, a little more stable productivity. It's good. Nice. Yeah, I started working now my second day at Chick-fil-A today. I uh, You can call me the fry man because I just dish out fries five hours a day. Nice. Maybe, Maybe six. <laughs> six hours a day so you're able to keep yeah. up with the orders or is it are they piling up or is it kind of like good pace or a little slow uh, I can keep up that's good yeah it's pretty easy to keep up yeah yeah we have well I have a few topics Alex has two topics two secretive things and I have a couple <laughs> things that are interesting uh, so you want to start or you want me to start well as you going first and I'll go um, after you do a couple do you see the list alright so uh, first thing is about the newest uh, video game adaption movie that's actually successful probably the best uh, video game movie that's ever been released so far mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting because uh, the Sonic movie here was supposed to have gotten around like Throughout the weekend, it was projected to have thirty-five to forty-five million. Wow! This opening weekend, <laughs> but the movie killed it and did until Sunday fifty-seven million. Yeah, I saw that, and that's not even including Monday. It it like blew Detective Pikachu out of the waters. Yeah, that's crazy. I thought it did better than I thought. What I thought the uh, the last uh, animated movie was the best uh, Pokemon movie. Though is it Pokemon Pikachu? I choose you. I didn't think the live action. Uh. The live action was good, but it wasn't as good as that that last animated one. Hmm. Yeah, that one's uh, pretty touching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So through Sunday, the new Sonic movie basically caught up to Birds of Prey. The other movie that came out recently the 
Harley Quinn movie. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> I saw people were yeah, loving that Monday. Movie, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on Monday, the Sonic movie got up to, according to this article, went up to $70 million. Mm-hmm. So it did it it definitely brought expectations. So that's good. I want the Sonic movie to be too well because and then that means that Sonic can get more games and possibly another movie. And my uh nostalgia can live on through Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I saw an article. Yeah, Maybe I still want to see talk the to you about it later. The article was about how Sega was dominating the video game industry, and somehow it, the article is going to explain how it died. <laughs> um, I have to. Yeah, they Sonic was dominating Mario for a while, mm-hmm. and then when they came out the Dreamcast, I guess no one caught on to it because it's too futuristic I don't know maybe it's <laughs> yeah it was too out of its league <laughs> yeah I, I want to see it I'm going to hopefully see it soon and then the other topic I thought it was cool is uh, a sliding foldable phone It was supposed to be uh, unveiled at uh, MWC, but we all know that that was canceled. Even though they're going to have a couple people that are, like, going to go there anyways, and they're trying to, like, catch the people that maybe couldn't cancel (laughs) flights or whatever publicity, like, press is going to be there. You heard that? (laughs) That'd be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the TCL phone hopefully gets away from the um the creases in the middle. It could be flatter because it just slides out instead of folding. Yeah, I didn't really have a good look at the m- mechanics and can you explain how it won't uh, have the little ripple? Um, let's see. Well, this photo makes. Oh, where'd it go? It looks like it is. Basically, it slides out like a drawer would slide out. Yeah, so the phone, when it's closed, looks like a normal phone. But when you, like, pull it out, the screen the screen is expanded. That's crazy. And I think I'm going to have to look at some videos to see how <laughs> it works. <laughs> it's hard for me to imagine. Yeah, I think it's a concept prototype, so it might not be a released uh, phone until a couple years from now. 
Oh yeah, get everybody excited about something that won't be here for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I personally don't understand foldable phones because a the phone screens are particularly worse and way easier to destroy. Uh-huh. And the the screens itself don't look good because it has a crease down the middle. So why would you want to spend like a third more of what you already are paying for like a worse experience <laughs> just for a slightly bigger screen or a smaller form factor in your pocket? Mm. There was one functionality because that I I heard a podca- podcaster it uh, said it's pretty compelling I think it's not like the main reason that you'd want to buy it but it could be if you're um maybe a vlogger or something this uh the podcast is called Tech Meme Ride Home they post every day about a 20 minute podcast the he realized with the z flip you could um have it uh, at a 90 degree angle and you're able to uh, record maybe uh, the vlog or something or be able to set it on a table and take pictures or check and have it uh yeah it's a little uh, stand that uh, you could rely on rather than propping it up against something <laughs> or buying an accessory. Yeah, there is that one like aspect of it. The Z Flip's the only one that can do that though, because the Motorola Z- Razor doesn't go in between. It's either closed or shut, uh, open or closed. Yeah, the Motorola one. And then I. <laughs> isn't it $1,300 just so you can have a phone that stands up so you can take a little voila? <laughs> yeah. Well, it does help against. Uh, what's it called? You know, when we lean over a bunch just because uh, the phone's on the table. You don't have to. It helps against <laughs> leaning over, <laughs> but yeah, it's <laughs> it takes a lot of justifying to pay what? that much for a folding phone or risking a phone that would break very easily. <laughs> but you could also just buy like something off Amazon to prop it up for like fifteen dollars <laughs> or less. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> Yeah, I just feel like because I've seen the Jerry Riggs everything videos for like the Z Flip. The the Z Flip has the same issue that the Samsung Galaxy Fold has. Where there's a little thing that covers the screen that's essential to the screen. <laughs> and on this phone, on the Z Flip, it is the screen. So if it starts peeling 
after a year or so, your phone is just gonna, the screen is peeling off, and that's not good. The glass isn't on top, the glass is beneath it. Uh huh. So that's why it feels like, that's why the thing feels like it's plastic when he's scratching it. Huh. Because the gra- the glass, like, particles are underneath it to keep it rigid so it doesn't, like, indent on the innards on the inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... I feel like... I like the technology, like, the innovation going to it to make it work. I just don't see why you want that kind of phone right now maybe in a in a year apple like innovates something crazy and makes it look <laughs> and maybe it's a good glass phone <laughs> yeah somehow apple's gonna release it and it's gonna be mainstream all of a sudden <laughs> yeah they're gonna make uh ar glasses mainstream now also yeah this year should be the year i'm waiting Yeah. Are you ready to hear about the origin of Huawei? Yeah. I'm ready for origin story. Um, there's this uh telecom company called Northern Telecom or Nortel. And they have been in the industry for over a hundred years and they peaked during the 80s and somehow the man the upper management had like lost professionalism (laughs) they didn't think they needed to do any engineering or any manufacturing they could just outsource it (laughs) and they outsourced it to huawei and Huawei was just manufacturing everything and he did all the engineering for them and just took their technology and ideas and they (laughs) did it themselves cheaper and the this uh, Nortel company um, died uh, 11 years ago Well, it might be still alive today, but it went bankrupt. Uh, I don't know what it's doing today. So Huawei was like a parasite and killed its host. <laughs> uh, sounds like it. That's kind of <laughs> scary. that we should kind of quit doing business with them because they don't uh, they don't honor confidential agreements and you may say like oh what do you think of this technology or will you take this technology and manufacture it for me and but you can't use it for yourself then they'll just take the technology and use it for themselves <laughs> yeah they'd be like change one thing and like 
I made this. And then sell it and say that they made it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Huawei have come a long way though. I remember back in the day they'd have all these budget mid midway mid uh range phones and then like four or five years ago they finally broke to like the global market to sell like to the mainstream audience before they're like to like the more uh tech savvy people or just for like budget and like if you want a defense phone that was cheap and then they came out with like the mate series that got really popular and had really good like cameras and like pretty interesting desi designs different from like samsung and from iPhones, so I think that's why they're so big now because they actually design their phones and not just like steal different designs and use it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like they say they can use make their own OS, and that's what like people are worried about because if they make their own OS then it's going to take away from, uh, the control that they can do with Android. And then they could do whatever they want. And that is uh, not very good. <laughs> I was surprised because I was looking at uh, different news websites and I saw one actually had an app on Huawei's uh, app store. <laughs> like, oh, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> Yeah, Huawei, it's slowly building a little app store to support the current Android situation without the Play services. Yeah, there's a lot of big tech companies in the United States. I'd expect none of them make anything on there, like Facebook or Twitter or all the big apps in America. I don't expect they'll put their apps on there. Yeah. Facebook doesn't even invest in their own current iPad app because <laughs> Nick complains that they still use the same iPhone OS app on the iPad. So you have to like two times the pixels just to like fill your screen and it doesn't look great <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah and obviously they have the money to invest in that so maybe they just they don't care and they think it's good enough yeah I 
I don't think the market for iPad Facebook users users is uh, that important. <laughs> There's probably not that many people that use <laughs> Facebook on iPads. <laughs> so it did well, only... he's talking about the Instagram app on iPad. Is the same for the Instagram app also? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, maybe uh, this uh, complaint will get to Facebook. <laughs> and they'll fix the iPad uh, app. I mean, it's been like four years since the uh, iPad came out, or maybe more. And they probably. <laughs> I don't know. We'll yeah, see. the iPad Pro is like the most future-proof product there is that that Apple has. It yeah. has USB-C. It has better uh, design. Doesn't have a notch in it. It has a wider range of Face ID. It uh, has like uh, it has. I think it has a hundred and twenty hertz display. It's a uh, very good. Uh, <laughs> it's like in the fu- from the future. <laughs> yeah. So you want to talk about Blizzard? So, um, have you heard about the leaks? No. Yeah, Blizzard is coming out with uh, Diablo anime and uh, Overwatch anime. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and the only way we saw this was because there's a LinkedIn profile of the president of Activision, and his name is Nick Van Dyke. (laughs) And it talks about, like, a couple things he did. And one of them says, executive producer of Diablo, a TV adaption of Blizzard Entertainment's IP rendered in anime style. <laughs> the show is currently in pre-production for distribution w- throughout Netflix. <laughs> and then the last part says, with my creative partner developed and sold an animated series based Blizzard's Overwatch franchise. <laughs> So, we haven't heard of either of those, and none of it's been, like, confirmed. But that means it's an animated series of Overwatch that's done and already been developed and just needs to be, like... Well, Netflix is going to explode. (laughs) You gotta keep your subscription for that. Um, Yeah. I watched the uh, Overwatch anime. That'd be really cool. <laughs> so, what's uh, Activision's relationship with Blizzard? Are they do they have they done stuff? So, Activision like bought Blizzard or or like merged together with Blizzard. Oh, hmm. Which is why people 
sometimes they think, oh, since Activision's bought Blizzard, Blizzard's gone downhill. Uh-huh. And a lot of things that they do are questionable, and they're just a a giant, like, studio that doesn't care about, like, anything but money, so they just try to protect themselves and losing money, and everything they do is to basically secure any revenue they could possibly get from these resources. Like, do you remember me talking about the the Blizzard controversy with the Hearthstone people? Nope. No. Well, there's this guy who was a champion and he was supposed to get like a big chunk of money for winning and then since he had said something about China and the whole protesting going on in Hong Kong or whatever oh yeah they took away they took away his pri- his first place prize and decided not to give him his money because he said it on the uh, broadcast when he's supposed to just talk about video games. <laughs> mhm. Yeah, so that caused a lot of controversy. And then a lot of people don't like how the new Warcraft 3 Reforged, like remaster, basically screwed up with the old Warcraft 3 and like have changed some things and there's a lot of bugs and stuff so they just kind of haven't been really happy the fans haven't been happy with them (laughs) since like Activision has taken a toll on them I think did you say World of Warcraft 3 or Warcraft 3 Warcraft 3 Reforged is like a remaster oh yeah Yeah, but I'm excited. If they do come out with the, this year, the Overwatch anime, that'd be really cool. Hopefully it's on Netflix and then I can just watch it there. Okay, so I'll talk about a CEO now. You talked about Activision CEO. I'll talk about Twitter CEO. I think this is a <laughs> crazy thing. It kind of blew my mind when I saw it in the news. It's not really new. It's just uh, in the news. <laughs> um, so um, there's something called fintech. It's like financial technology. Um, when you think about like modern financial technology what would you think is like the first mainstream technology what's the first thing you think of when I think of like financial technology yeah um like online banking apps or like those budgeting apps that like like mint or something that like 
like help you save or those like Venmo apps that like help you pay with your friends and it's faster than like going to your bank and transferring it like that way that's what I think of maybe there's there's also those stock investment apps that I like you like download this app and they help you invest in different stocks and things so you can save money (laughs) that's what I think of I don't have any particular like company that like comes up in my mind though yeah the the thing that I think of well since I'm talking about it is that uh, remember you had those phone little devices where you could clip in this um, credit card scanner into your phone and you could have people do payments through your phone. Um, like, like a square attachments. Yeah. Um, Jack Dursey is the CEO of Square. <laughs> Did you know that? That he made uh, Square? Yeah. I think I've heard that. I just didn't remember it. So he's made... He kind of... I think he's one of the original people that... um, Because this Square stuff started many years ago. I don't think there's any other product that you could buy where you could just stick it to your phone and have card payments go through it. Um, but that might be a little outdated nowadays where you could just Venmo or something. <laughs> um, yeah, Square um, is a $26 billion empire now. They yeah have many different uh, devices that they sell to um, coffee shops and boutiques all over the world. And they also have the Cash app. Uh, I even use the Cash app. And yeah, the Cash app <laughs> like the number one app on the Play Store for some reason. Yeah, I hear it's number one, but I don't really... It's... Yeah, I'm kind of a sucker to uh, advertisements. <laughs> I saw Anchor advertised on the, um, Spotify, and I heard uh, Cash App uh, advertised with uh, MKBHD, and I kind of just use things just because of advertising. I kind of think like, oh, first come, first serve. You're paying for the ad. You're serving me, informing me, and providing the service. I'll use it. (laughs) Um. Yeah. Yeah, it has a MKBHD's slight and paid approval. Yeah, I like the Cash App. It's probably saved me like 20 bucks already. (laughs) 
<laughs> nice. Um, do you use any? Yeah, I haven't used the Cash App yet. Yeah, I. Jack Dorsey is big, but I think he's kind of underestimated. <laughs> Probably because he's. Yeah. Twitter is the biggest thing, and he's not the main dominating social network. But. Uh. The, I think they have to continue to find a way to monetize Twitter because all they have now are like sponsored tweets and targeted, I don't know if they're targeted now, but targeted tweets like from sponsors, but I don't know. Maybe there's something else they could do for Twitter. Yeah. Because I wonder what Twitter's, like, valued at compared, like, Square, you said $26 billion, but Twitter's probably, like, not even that big. Yeah, it'd be kind of crazy if uh, Jack Dorsey's side project is bigger than his um, main social network. Yeah, I feel like Square is such a under the, like, it's such a discreet thing. Like, no one really thinks about it until you need it. And then once you use it, you don't know you're using it because it's not like the thing that you, ha you talk to your friend about, right? Like, Twitter, you talk to, like, oh, I saw this on Twitter. You don't, like... Oh yeah, I went to a concert and they had a square payment slider. Isn't that cool? Like, I mean, we just take it for granted now because that's like the fastest and easiest way to set up a payment process without having to like bring in a whole like cashier and like cables just to get it working. <laughs> yeah, they've made it so um, convenient. I think that's how they made it. They started out square. Hmm. Maybe they need to make something for Twitter to be like that, that kind of thing, like square. You just don't even think about it. It's just like something you... I don't know. <laughs> well, Twitter was uh, convenient where you could just text and uh, you could tweet with the text. But that's kind of... Yeah, my Nick was talking to his younger co-workers and they didn't even like believe him. Like... <laughs> That I used to use Twitter because I didn't have, like, notifications or, like, any internet data. That I would have to use text messages to tweet and receive text, uh, like, <laughs> tweets from, as text. And they're like, what? Yeah, I used to do that, too. 
it's the value. And I still get some texts from Twitter just for like the more important people. So I just find. You just look up revenue. That's what I do. <laughs> so have you heard about pigweed? So you want to move on to the last thing you wanted to talk about? Yeah. Do you know what pigweed is? Hello? Huh? Hello? Have you heard about pigweed? No. My Bluetooth has it may have died. I don't know. <laughs> I can't hear you for some reason. Well, anyways, um, <laughs> pigweed is a new operating system Google has trademarked a couple of days ago, and. The only thing we know is that it has to do with the other new operating system Google's been uh, making called Fuchsia. And Fuchsia is supposed to be the newest, I guess, transformation, evolution of Android for like mobile devices and such. But pigweed, we don't know if it's like a, a IoT kind of uh, operating system for like little devices to connect to the different like smart home things and just be the connection between all of them or what. But... I think it's interesting how they trademarked it because I mean something's coming out of it and why would you t trademark such a weird name if it's non-point if it's like a code name then why <laughs> why would you need a trademark pigweed oh, what is pigweed pigweed it was referred in a coding review that was data mined or something mm -hmm. and, and it was a third and switched over to fuchsia oh yeah but we don't know if they're related or if they're the same thing and it's a new operating system that was trademarked a couple days ago or a couple weeks ago. They trademarked Penguin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't that like uh, a secret name? Why? <laughs> okay. Yeah, so pigweed, if you look up what pigweed is, it's like a weird, um, let's see, pigweed, I think it is a kind of flower, hmm. or a little plant that 
has to do with the tumbleweed. And they could thrive in like dry or disturbed soil. So I it doesn't give you any clue about what it means in the offering sense. Hmm. But I wonder if this year we'll see something to do with pigweed. It's such a off the wall name that I don't see how it like be used in an operating sense. Like fuchsia sounds cool, but pigweed's like so random. So we have no idea what it is. No. Hmm. But this article from Nine to Five Google said that in two thousand seven, before Android was unveiled, they had trademarked Android just before. So <laughs> maybe Fuchsia's real name is Pigweed. <laughs> Pig Pigweed one point is gonna be in your next pixel. <laughs> And apparently they're nutritious and edible, so that's interesting. <laughs> well, you may not believe it, but uh, my Bluetooth headset died, and hopefully you were talking that whole time. <laughs> I'm going to have to uh, listen to yep. the podcast yep. and listen to what you said before because I, mi- list- I missed maybe like three minutes or maybe five probably five minutes i don't know three minutes or so it's probably like 30 seconds but (laughs) yeah so that's all we know about pigweed and i'm just excited for whatever new operating system comes after android because if you can think of anything that like can improve Upon Android, what would you want? Like, is there anything that you, like, think that maybe you would want instead of or built on to Android? Mm. I would like... uh AR glasses as the main hardware <laughs> and I don't want to hold this phone to my face <laughs> that's not the operating system I don't think well, AR, AR needs operating system hmm. maybe pigweeds the AR operating system Yeah, maybe they finally sell all the Google Glass and install Pigweed on them. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, the topics for the show of today. Uh, so we went over the Sonic uh, 
blowing out the expectations. The sliding foldable phone from TCL. The origin of Huawei and how they uh, came from a Noitel. Mm-hmm. And the CEO of Blizzard accidentally leaking about a couple new shows that might come out soon. <laughs> uh, how Twitter's CEO was the founder of Square and how it's a $26 billion uh, franchise, I guess you could say. And then how what pigweed is in how it could be a new operating system coming from Google. Hmm. So that's uh, the podcast today. If, uh, do you want anything? Do you want to say anything about your publication or anything about that? Um... I started a podcast called Read the Story of the World. It's a little new. It started on, I think the first episode was Saturday, so it's still like, I, it's, I think if you even look it up, it's you won't be able to find it. You have to use the link to like access it onto whatever favorite website or platforms you have. Right now it's on... Uh, Spotify and I think Spotify is the main one. I don't know if anybody uses Google Podcasts, but it's on there. It's also on uh, Breaker and Public, uh, Radio Public, and uh, Anchor. But I think uh, last week we <laughs> we recorded late and only a few people listened, so I wanted to. Uh, Thank you for listening because we know that these apps are not really normal <laughs> for people to use. You have to seek, you have to work to listen to us. And we're thankful yeah. for you listening. Always thankful for the continued support. And, uh, I have even uh, wrote about Overwatch League. If you want to uh, follow that, it's uh, trending on the Vivaldi community. Yeah, you'll see Trevor's article. You just type in Vivaldi.net and it's on the front page. It's uh, pretty awesome. <laughs> when he uh, said, oh, do you want to post this article? I was so impressed by it. I... I don't know if I wrote an article so professional as him. <laughs> or as Trevor. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, I'll talk yeah. to you later. Alright, talk to you later. Bye.